In this episode of Josh Reads Other People's Published Poetry, I'm going to read Who's Counting by Frankie Elliott from her first book of poems, Piano Rats. Who's Counting? She called me up, didn't say hi, just said, I need you to help me with my list. We had done this before, on 16th Street over Blueberry Crepes at an outdoor cafe. We weren't paying attention and my purse was stolen by a violinist who got just a little too close. I lost everything. My wallet, my keys, self-identity. Two days left in that damn city and we had to break into my 100-year-old house, the window crashing on her hands. I wasn't old enough, but I snuck into the bar anyway while she left in a taxi cab crying. Tonight, over the phone, she reads off each name on her list and asks me if I can think of anyone else. I am surprised that I know almost every single one of her lovers. It makes me feel like a good friend. It makes me feel like maybe I know too much. We have a strange, desperate history, but I always say growing up together is a beautiful thing. I mentioned one or two more. We try and think. This is bad, we decide. This is very bad when you can't remember. Well, what about me, I say. It had been a while since we'd sat together in San Francisco. I pull out a paper and a green marker because I can't find a pen and say, you help me do mine. But she doesn't know most of mine because I had moved and moved again. Easily, I remember every single one of them in order. I have only had one one night stand and I decide that it doesn't count. Or maybe I had three or five. There are rules for what counts and what doesn't. Or at least there should be. She and I, we share a name on our list. It makes us laugh and cringe all at the same time. He was my first. He was her second. Thank God he wasn't both our first, she says, and he reminded me of a dial tone, a flat line, a shade of grey. The last time we saw him, he bought everyone shots and French kissed a boy at a leather bar. In the scheme of things, we aren't sure if our number is high or low, so I ask around. My sister, who lost her virginity on a tanning bed, said she's at about 15. About. My writer friend, he says, maybe a little over 100, but I don't really think it's any of your business. Holy mother of God. I was his 38, and they say romance is dead. One guy sheepishly says four. One girl says ten. And Modesto, he's engaged to a virgin now, but he won't stop talking to me. All I can really say is, too many to count, too few to mention. Thank you. Before I get into the commentary, and it's not going to be a lot of commentary for who's counting, but before I get into that, I just want to quickest, quickly say, um, I've been recording poems of Frankie Elliott's, both from her first book, Piano Rats, and her latest book, Stories for People Who Hate Love and Other Electrical Activities of the Heart. And recently, Frankie Elliott started her own um, podcast around stories for people who hate love and other electrical activities of the heart. And what she does is she adds that extra bit of value. So not only do you get to hear her read it, which is, if you're like me and you're in Australia, so you're right outside the world, it's good because you're never going to be able to make it to a poetry reading. She also, on top of that, gives you a bit of commentary on it. And, well, and by commentary, that's not fair. She actually tells you the story behind the poem. And the whole process of writing and publishing and all that sort of 
that all that jazz. So I, I highly recommend going to, if you listen to podcasts, going to iTunes or Anchor or wherever you listen to podcasts and search for Frankie Elliott. It's Frankie F-R-A-N-K-I, then Elliott, E-L-L-I-O-T. It'll be in the description for this podcast. Who's Counting is just a fun poem to read. Um, I don't know if it comes across when I read that out loud, but, and I mean, to be honest, it's about, you know, keeping track of all the one-night stands you've had. So, but when you say it like that, when you just kind of distill it down to a soundbite, you kind of think, okay, so what? But then when you're actually reading it, you know, if you paint a scene, so you're actually in that outdoor cafe eating blueberry crepes while the violinist nicks her purse. And then you see this kind of 100-year-old house. And for me, I don't really know what a 100-year-old house looks like in America. So I get this kind of image of what I've seen in movies, plus this 100-year-old houses in Queensland, which are quite rare. And it's just this whole conversation. Like they just kind of imagine two people sitting on a phone, pen and paper and hand, writing this stuff out and just talking quite casually as if they're talking about, you know, what they did on the weekend or, um, you know, the latest movie gossip or whatever it is that people, you know, talk about. Um, and there's that, that throwaway, throwaway line, which is this second last stanza, which is, and Modesto, he's engaged to a virgin now, but he won't stop talking to me. And she goes on, you know, to finish the poem saying, and all I can really say is, too many to count, too few to mention. But that, that second last stanza about Modesto was just kind of throwing a whole other dynamic into the, not dynamic, but a whole other story arc into the poem that you, it's the first time you hear about it, but it's also the last. And so again, it just adds a bit more depth to the whole story because there's obviously something else going on. You know, it, it points to the fact that life is going on around this scene of two girls on the phone trying to remember their one, you know, that they're lovers. So it's just a really well put together uh, piece of writing, and it's a good poem. It's a fun poem. So I hope you enjoyed my my reading of it. Um, if you enjoyed it, I'd love a you know review the podcast, uh, subscribe, share it with your friends. That would all be you know greatly appreciated. Thank you very much for listening.